0: Praise God. Welcome, welcome everybody. Let me see who's tuned in tonight. I mean, if Eunice has allowed you to tune in, let me make sure that you are alive and active and Eunice hasn't affected you. Good evening. I see the leader of the Wealth Nation on. That is, of course, Pastor Obiyonyeka. Greetings to you, sir. Greetings, greetings to the Wealth Nation. I also see Pastor Indidi, powerful wordsmith of God. Good evening, ma. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, family. I see you all tuned in. Good money to you too, Pastor Gani B. It's a private scope, right? Just so, I mean, private. Uh Good, good. I'm not at Pastor Obi Onyeko's level yet where we're going live to the world. (laughs) March. But now I still want to speak to the family. Powerful word charge by Pastor Genevieve. Very important thing she's reminded us us of tonight. Um, And tonight I'm going to be very simple and keep it basic. After you've heard the kind of word you've heard from PT, you just want to sit down and keep meditating. Yeah? Is that not so? So I want to leave some contemplations with you tonight. Good, Eunice can't stop us. You know, I've I've always thought, why do they always name these hurricanes after women? I know there's men ones as well, but you never hear of them so much. It's always the women that is most prominent. If it's not Hurricane Katrina, it is Hurricane Eunice, Hurricane Ruby. (laughs) And I've seen some of the statuses today. Some of them said that, that's my auntie's name. That's my mom's name. That's my sister's name. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So you've likened your parents or your loved ones to a storm. Powerful stuff. It just speaks about the complexity of women, I guess, and our natures. But because God is transforming us, because he's renewing us from the inside out, I don't think that applies to this now woman. It doesn't apply to us as Isha's, as God's chosen vessels, right? So... Stay away from that. Eunice can't affect you. Eunice won't touch you. She's fine. She's good. She's just trying to get... Oh, she's probably yawning. You know, the scriptures already tells us the wind blows, but you do not know where it comes from, right? The scripture tells us that. So we don't know what's happening, but clearly Eunice is up to something. So beautiful time it is to be alive. What a word. And I just want to continue from where I've left left off on from last week. And I was speaking to you about taking heed to yourselves and paying attention to your innermost being, paying attention to your person. Now, if you've spent time enough to pay attention to yourselves and you're looking at the intricate details of your particular life, you would not but ask questions. And so when PT began to speak yesterday, stirring up certain questions, if I'm very honest with you, these are the things I've already had in my heart. But again, because of religion, it has told us not to ask certain questions. Do you know, when I was in school, I was, let me, you know, I tell you these stories all the time. I was very naughty in school. Very, very naughty. When the teacher is teaching, because I know, she knows that she doesn't know what she's talking about, I will ask why. So if you mix red and green, it's going to end up being brown. Why? Is my response. I always want to know why. Tell me the, what is this? Give me proof. Give me the reason why you've come up with this solution. Those were always my questions. And so it used to get me in trouble. I was kicked out of the class. Then I used to get home. I had to face the wall and use, and get wooden spoon on my back. Or the leather belt. Whichever one was available at the time. Usually it was the belt. And that one, would, if you... If it knocks you, you can even hear the friction in the air. You know, you can hear the, you just know something's going to happen to you that day. So that system actually deprived me so much so that I stopped asking questions. Because the result of asking questions was that, even in church, even in religion, because my own background is mum was Christian, dad was Muslim. Just don't ask questions. They're together, that's fine. I'm, of course I'm going to be confused. I mean, so wait, one minute we're not eating meat, we're not eating pork. The next minute we are. Then we're doing Christmas. We're also doing, what's the other one? Eid. They've put hijab on. Then they haven't put the hijab on. Then I'm taking communion bread. Then I'm told to put... It was a whole lot of confusion, but nobody dared ask questions. And nobody dared ask questions because like Pastor Toby said yesterday, it was considered as rude, ignorant, disruptive. But what I was trying to do was challenge a belief system. So the word that has been coming to us recently so thick and fast is not just challenging what we know, it's challenging our whole entire being. Who we are, what we are and what we are made up of. Every day I'm looking at myself more and more and asking the question, but who are you though? Do you know who this is? Do you know the function of this life? Do you know the function of this body? Do you know the calling of this body? Because when you do, you'll be able to answer many questions that the world is looking for today. And so I want to speak to you very plainly today. And many of you have been messaging me a lot of things that you've heard already. Pastor Nikki, you spoke about the legality and morality. And I was sharing with them on the table today. I spoke to one of your brothers one time and I said, hey, bro, this is what we want to do. I sat down a few of the leaders and said, hey, this is what we're going to do next. We're going to work on this, that and the other. And then I knew one of the people that were around and that weren't feeling it. can sense it you know as a leader you're supposed to look into people when you're sitting there and people are watching you, your job is not just to hear what they're saying you're supposed to hear what they're really saying in their hearts and so I knew that they had rejected what I was trying to do but what I was trying to do was actually also for their benefit and legally it could be considered as wrong but morally what I was trying to do was get them out of their current situation. So I said, we're going to do this and this, and it's going to equate to a certain amount of money. And so they sat down and said, okay, well, I'm not, I, I won't be doing this. and da, 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 da. But then I looked and said, but hey God, if I call the police today, you will be deported. You know that. No, no, no. Let's just, this is a family. You, will, you know that. So don't bring the moral game here. I'm trying to provide solution. I'm trying to make the difference. In fact, I'm trying to be spiritual. (laughs) You will get that if you pay close attention. And so at the time, I knew that they wouldn't get it. So it's now I'm sure they're thinking, okay, I get this now. There are many things that are done without you. You see, the system is so systemized. And so well ordered in their order that what you consider to be wrong, they've approved for themselves to be right. Corruption goes on everywhere. Day in, day out, under your nose, in your eyes, down to the taxes that you pay. It's still a form of corruption. But because we're so blinded by the system. Because of our skin, we fail to go and be farer to go and get the information that we need that will liberate us. We just say yes. I was telling some of them the other day, do you know when they gave the Bible to uh, uh, the black people back then, they used to give it to them knowing that they weren't educated enough to understand what was being said in the Bible. So they taught them what the Bible said. Follow the white man because he is this, he is that. The black person wasn't educated enough to know what the Bible was saying. They were just being taught. They were being subjected to the system of what the white man had to offer them at a time. But thank God for what we have today and what has been freely given to us. We are now able to set our own moral compass. We can set our own trajectory, our own laws, our own ways of doing things. And you know, eventually, we can begin to legalize the way we do our own thing if we can continue and push in our agenda. And if we're going to get there, certain beliefs, certain social constructs that we've been built up with as we've grown have to be disbanded. Is that a word? Disbanded, thank you. We're getting there. They have to be done away with. And the only way they will be done away with is by the entrance of this word. Now that seems so simple because anybody can read word, right? Anybody can, and I always use this example. I remember the day when Chris Eubank came to the church and he recited the whole of 1 Corinthians 13. That day I said, I'm not born again. How can this man recite 1 Corinthians 13 like this? And I still don't even know what the first scripture says in that. Do you know what it says? Aha, good. It doesn't matter, because he's got the letter, but the Bible says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. So whenever I receive the word now, I'm receiving the spirit. I'm receiving the life of the letter. You search the scriptures, for in it you think you've got eternal life, yet these are the scriptures that speak of me. So whenever we receive the word, because of the spirit that we are attaching it to, it becomes life. So it's different from the man that's just reading it to get knowledge. We're reading it to change our world, to change our construct, to be those that make a difference. Listen, do not be deceived that yes, uh, we can make a difference. Before anybody makes any difference, a difference has to be made to you first. This is why the question of being born again as Pastor Genevieve is actually at the top of our mouth or conversation right now. And I think that's where I'm gonna start from this evening as I just converse with you. And as I just speak to you because I'm, I'm just getting it so much clearer now that what God is trying to do is transformative. I told you there's no such thing as revolution anymore because the world has so much downplayed that word. What God actually wants is just transformation. He wants a transformed man, a transfigured man. And we will get there eventually because what I want to close off with is Second Corinthians, um, um, Corinthians chapter 3. We won't get there just yet. And I spoke to you guys, or sorry, the house, the house of family about that particular scripture just a few days ago about how God will begin to tear the... Anyway, I don't want to go ahead of myself. Let's start from John chapter three tonight. And hopefully I can start up a continuous conversation because we're still on the matter of kingdom culture. There is no culture if you do not understand the culture. Or not that there is no culture. If you do not understand the culture, you will not know how to implement the culture. You don't need morals. Let me tell you that again, you don't need morals. What is good as PT would pose to us? What is even bad? So somebody say you've been to, and you know, for me, I've been watching a lot of Netflix series and I'm seeing the things that people are getting away with. (laughs) (laughs) So already my moral compass is being challenged. I'm looking at things, I'm saying, hmm, so I was allowed to do that then. Oh, so that wasn't wrong. So actually, I wouldn't have gone to jail. I'm just thinking, ah, I should have done a lot more before I came to the nation. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I could have done a lot more things. You got, you too? You have <laughs> Grace said, even now, again. you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking there's so much Again, because the system has so... Christianity is so w- wicked, if permit me to say, because it's bound us so much. It's just taught us how to be good girls and good boys. And if actually, eh, 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 if you are smart, religion actually is good for you because it should have taught you that actually this is wrong. It's actually teaching me that... I don't want to go ahead on myself. Not that it is wrong. Thank God it put us on a moral whatever ground but actually if you were smart and if you really paid attention to what you were being preached yeah you would have heard what the preacher is saying and said no you're not giving me a solution my life is not different based on what you're saying in fact i'm more caged i remember you you see my mom yeah permit me to share a lot of stories tonight and just talk to you very freely it's friday Eunice is having her way. Let me have my way. My mom was a very, very business savvy person. She used to fly to America and buy and sell clothes. That was her first thing she used to do. And she used to make a lot of money for it. I remember people coming to my living room every day to purchase from her, to buy from her. So don't forget the instruction that PT told us, right? To be sellers, right? So she used to do this a lot. Then my brother got sick with cancer. And we were told that he will only have a certain amount of years, I'm sorry, not years, days, in fact, to live. And then she went to the cross. Yeah, then she went to the cross, That, that, that was it. She went to the cross and rightly so, in the worldly sense of things, what do you do when things are going wrong? Go to God. But she went to the cross. And this business-savvy, heavy-going, money-making woman died. And all she cared about, which she felt was right at the time, was being at this cross because it would help save Pastor Toby. I mean, oh, my brother's name is Toby, so it would help save Toby. The cross didn't save Toby. It was chemotherapy. It was the injection that the doctor gave to him that saved him. Because if she carried Toby to the cross, Toby would have died at that cross. Are you flowing with me tonight? Am I allowed to do this? He would have died at that cross. So she's put her hope in this cross now. And I'm looking at the result of it. When I see her, I'm just thinking, what a sad story. Because I know what she could have become, what she should have become, and the world even limited her by giving her an MBE, just to show you how much this woman was on job. She helped North London, but then she met that cross. I'm telling you, it's wicked. She met that cross and that cross told her, just pray every day, just read your Bible, be good and Toby will be healed. If you stop running, if I'm very honest with you, morally, what she was doing was actually illegal, technically illegal. The buying and selling and da-da-da-da, the things she was doing, it wasn't supposed to be. They found her, but she was making money. She was changing some people's lives, quote-unquote. She was doing what she needed to do. But then when she met the cross, no lives are being changed, only hers. Because in her head, she was becoming a better person, not a transformed person. So permit me to say, when I stood here, there are some things I've said very boldly back in the days. I think that, Pastor Niki, what are you talking about? I remember when PT came here and I started off by saying, I am not a Christian. Do you remember that, right? And I'm sure everyone's thinking, oh, here she goes again. What is she on about? Yeah, I meant that. Because if that's what it is, if that's what Christianity does, limits. Tells us just to be a good, I'm not a good girl. In school I got in trouble so I wasn't set to be good. I was set to disturb the equilibriums of certain standards. I was set to challenge standards. I was set to challenge why red and um, uh, blue equals brown. I want to know why. Why do I want to know why? So that God can use me or use this vessel as somebody that shows you by proof. By example, how to transform situations, how to transform lives. And this is why many of the things that I had to go through individually, I had to go through. Why? Because God needs proof. Let's start with this John chapter 3 so that what I'm saying today can make a little bit more sense to you. We're still edging into this Hope 2-2. So thank you, religion, for getting us into the religion of wanting to know God, but thank you that's, it stops there. You've opened the door, but I've now discovered that God, knowing Him and discovering Him, cannot be done in the former of religion as we've seen it before. It cannot be. Otherwise, we will not be able to do the things that we are called to do because like PT said yesterday, Pastor Christ by himself can be the top of uh, child protection without God, let me just be honest with you, or without the church. He can do it. He just has to work very hard. He just has to abide by the laws of that system. But as we heard yesterday, what will set him apart? Choice. What will make him be the legislation and the policymaker and the one that frontiers how social change is supposed to be in that arena will be his choice.
1: So let's start with this scripture here because Nicodemus was about to make a choice. Okay. John 3 verse 1. Yeah. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus mm-hmm. who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. Yes. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, you know why he came to Jesus at night, you know? You know, nighttime is your rest position. It's your rest.
0: It's your position that you, it will would, it would be the state in which you will be most rested. Where you would want to sleep. You see, the only way that God can transform a life is if he can find you rested. You will need that for later on. It may, may not make sense to you right now because I know you're still panicked people. You're already thinking about your end of month giving, I hope. (laughs) You're thinking about all manner of things. So you're not in a position where you are rested. So not much can happen. So Nicodemus came by night and said, Rabbi, this is very important because everybody jumps to John 3, 3 and that's where they're going. But what you're going to hear right now is more important than the... Chapter uh, verse 3. Read it very emphatically, Ma, because what he's saying here is so fundamental for what we need to know. Go on. Yes,
1: Ma. He came to Jesus <clears> that night and yes. said, Rabbi, we, we know you. that you are a teacher who has come from God. This but, is the most important
0: part of what Nicodemus would ever say to Jesus. This is his entry point for him to become this transformed man is the fact that he knows he said that we know that you are a teacher who has come from God so actually I think the world still knows that there is a God but they're looking for the man that has come from him this is what the world is looking for. You are not going to change Elon Musk's mind because he's already performing like God. He's, do you know what he's doing now? He's created a chip that goes in the back of your head that can program what you, you can think of a song and the song will start playing in your head. I can think of something that I want to know. For example, when you go to Wikipedia or your encyclopedia and say, I want to know what the word relationship means, your brain will just naturally tell you. What is he doing? Recreating man. Who is that? A God. So how do we, the church, begin to speak to someone like that from Peckham? This guy's creating a whole new world for us. He's basically saying that what I'm planning to do with SpaceX is allow the existence of mankind to be in another planet. What? So he's doing the things of God without the God part, <laughs> if that makes sense. I'm still trying to break this down so that I can teach that to you a bit better because this still baffles me as well. Like God, how can this man be so powerful in all of his humanness? Is his brain different than mine? What information has he got that I don't I have access to? Well, we will deal with that another day. So he says, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God for No one could perform. Nobody can perform. So, what is the world looking for? Your performance. That's how they will identify you have come from God, not by what you say. They will actually look for how you perform, the things that you
1: do. How you. Okay, keep reading. No one could perform the signs you were doing if God were not
0: with him. Can you read that in the Amplified Classic Version, please? Because maybe it will say something else for us. So that you understand this better. You've got to take this scripture into now, yes? Bring it into our day and our age and what it will mean so that it's clearer to you all. Because if we're going to make a difference, if we're going to be spiritual men and women, we've got to know what does that look like in this current uh, in this current age, In the world we live in now, what would it look like? I'm just getting ready for March because I want to explode. I want to explode by March and I don't want to do anything too premature. And that's why I said I don't want to do the live just yet. Everybody else can. That's that's great. And I love it. And I'm watching and I'm participating. But I know my own growth temperament. I don't want to move too soon. Yeah, I still need to speak, which is why we're doing our words like this. And I really want to apologize because we should have spoken earlier during the week because there was so much word bubbling in me, so much, so much. Blame it on the media team because um, they've got work to do, but they're
1: doing an amazing job, which is beautiful. Okay, go on. Now There's there was a me, certain actually... man among the Pharisees. Verse two. Who came to Jesus at night and said to him, mm. Rabbi, mm-hmm. we know and are certain that you have come from God as a teacher, yeah. for no one can do these signs, yes. these wonder works. Did you hear this? These wonder works, these attesting
0: miracles. When people are on their deathbed, about to come back to life, these are the miracles we're referring to. Uh, when a Pastor Genevieve dispense, uh, dispenses a drug, as far as I'm concerned, that's a miracle because I should have died without that drug. Um, when a Ryan makes sure that there's financial provision, for me, that's a miracle. That is a wonder because without that money or that resource, I would not be able to eat, right? Now that sounds very basic, that doesn't everybody do that. But on this grand scope of thing, he's saying that it's not just for me to eat. He made sure that many were able to eat. It goes back to the Jesus feeding the 5,000, but that's not for tonight. That was Monday. I think Pastor Sam touched on that. Those are the wonders that we're referring to now. The the wonders we're referring to now is the Wealth Nation. When PT is able to give thousands and millions of naira to so many people. That is the miracles that we're referring to. That's how people can say this man has come from God. They've seen the performance. They've seen that this guy is a teacher that has come from God. Not from his own or from the standard of what church has given to us at a time.
1: So keep reading, please, Ma. These wonder works, these miracles, yeah. and produce the proofs mm. that you do. Unless now read God that again. Read that again. But no one can do these signs. Yeah. These wonder works, these miracles, and produce the proofs that you do. Okay, it doesn't say proofs here, but proofs, evidences. Pastor Onye began to speak yesterday
0: and he spoke about the, um, what's the word, Lord, please? Find it for me. Somebody help me. He said that there has to be a re. Guys, help me. Sha, you're not listening. You weren't listening. I'm looking for the word. Help me. Come on, Ryan. You've got it. Oh, God. He, he spoke about um, not the class. Names about ah. Oh. Don't worry, I'll find it. Sha, I'll find it. It'll come back to me eventually. There's got to be proofs. Yeah, there's got to be evidences. I haven't found the word yet, I'm still looking for it. <laughs> there's got to be evidences. And this would be the evidences that you have come from God. That you are a man sent by him. And so Nicodemus was asking these questions. He was actually challenging his own belief. He was challenging what he knows because he should be the man that's come from God. He was the Pharisee that was teaching these people about God, right? Yet he was saying, actually, I know I haven't come from him. You have. Based on what you are doing. I've just been put in a position based on the systemization of what church is doing now. Of what religion is doing now. Thank you. Reasoning. Oh, come on, guys. You're not listening. These are the proofs, the reasonings. The examples, the evidences, he's seen them. And in your life now, every single one of you have got, to, have got a job of performance. That will be the proof that God has sent you. That will be the evidence that you are called and that you've challenged the norms of what religion should be and should look like. Because somebody today can look at Elon and say, maybe God has sent him. That's now my question. And I used to say this to you guys a while ago when I said if you can think hard enough when certain men can have enough curiosity about their community I believe they can stumble into realms. And if the sons of God are not developed enough or sharp enough to pick up what God is doing in those realms somebody else will take it and do it. And that's why Elon Musk would do it because God's will will still be done with or without us. So keep reading, please, Ma. I hope you're just flowing with me. I'm just speaking and letting you know the kind of things that the world is looking for in order to attach you. What the world is looking for and what hope 22 will begin to, how Hope to will begin to make sense to you more. They're looking for the people that can change their lives, who will make a difference. It will be the person that can perform. Nicodemus went to Jesus because he saw what he has done. He'd bear witness to it. He saw the proof. People will come to Hope 2 too because they've seen the proof of the work of the nation family.
1: Keep reading, ma. Jesus answered him. Yeah. I assure you, most solemnly I tell you Mm. that unless a person is born again, anew from above, he cannot ever see, no. Let me read it from what it says here.
0: It says, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above do you remember the time Peter used to speak uh, spoke to us about above from Colossians I won't do that tonight because of time it says here spiritually transformed are you hearing this? it says spiritually transformed renewed sanctified he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God so when I've been speaking to you about the transformed life the reason why God wants us spiritually transformed is so that we can make a difference. Is so that our life can amount to something. As it stands, Dr. Alexis would just be a Dr. Alexis. But if she can be transformed by the renewing of her mind, if she can allow this word to permeate her, if she can allow a turtle, a total Oh my God. Do you also remember the time when I told you that water baptism is not necessary? I stand by it. Damn it. I stand by it. I just think that that was an example for you to see. The immersion that God wants is the word. He wants you buried in it so much so that when you come out, you look like a transfigured man. Do I not bath every day? Do I not submerge myself in water every day? No, I stamp. And at the time I thought, okay, maybe I'm wrong. But everything in me kept telling me, no, Nikki, you're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong. Nah. I'm sure at the time you're probably thinking, oh my God, how can Pastor Nikki say that? So wrong. My God told me I need to be baptized. No. think I've been baptized in this nation. I I don't know if any, I've not been have I changed lives? Yeah have I made money? Yeah am I helping people? Absolutely so is my life or the transformation of my life contingent on on the shower that I use every day? If that's the case then let's do every, let's we've done it it is the word he's asking you to get transfusion or to have a total transfusion in and so when Nicodemus asks these questions because I think that questions will lead to wisdom, I do believe that and sometimes I would ask questions especially to Pastor Lucy like, and it will sound dumb at times like, and I'm like yeah because I am, I don't know anything I want to come to you as, a, as somebody that doesn't know so that I can know because some of my ideologies the way i think my philosophies my culture has told me that this is the way to think and if i'm going to debunk as pastor jenny debunk as pastor genevieve said that i've got to ask questions that debunks the theories that i've so been contaminated with all my life that is the born again experience actually is the, the ability to ask questions and get the right answer from the right person. So every Thursday, every Tuesday, every day we're hearing the word, we're being born again. Our minds are being changed. Our minds are being shaped to the way they were set to be. They're being reset to the original the, the original intention, our Adamic nature. So he says, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified. He cannot ever see and experience the kingdom. So unless we are transformed, born again, not by birth, not by um, dumping ourselves into water and coming out. But by this washing of the watering of the word, find that scripture as well then that will be the only time we can only truly see the kingdom of God. And that kingdom, you will be leading it. You will be pioneering in it. Pastor Whitney will be the administrative leader there. She will be the one to tell you how admin should go. Why? Because she now has a different mind. She's been transformed. So her way of doing admin isn't the way the world does admin. Though she's still in the world, she will provide a new system. And this is heaven's system. And if it's heaven's system, it's coming with wealth. It's coming with the ability to change many people's lives. It isn't coming to, 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 to constrain people. It's coming to liberate. Do you understand this
1: tonight? Okay, keep reading, Mark. Nicodemus said to him, Mm. "How can a man be born when he is old? He cannot enter his mother's womb." You remember when PT had
0: preached this to us? You know, it wasn't talking about his physical state; it was talking about his mind. Everything will have to go back to your mind, guys. What you think and believe. And so, I told you guys. I keep telling you. I always, I'm always asking questions. Why? Why did you do that? Or why did I even do that? When I sit around the table sometimes with my brothers and PT, I just, even though I may have questions and it's wrong and I'm going to get this right, the Lord is growing in me, he's transferring me. I just sit and listen. I just want to hear and thank God every question that I want to ask, one of the brothers have asked it anyway. So it's good to be spiritually inclined with your family, it's great. So I'm just sitting listening because I'm just letting them know that I'm dumb. I don't know anything and I don't want to aim to know and it's even wrong for me to, all, to say that all I want to know is Christ but again what does that mean because that's what the church told me to do, just know Christ he's your all in all He will do all things yeah but nothing has happened sir I'm still depressed I'm broke still there's no money so who is this Christ you're referring to, show me And so when he tears the veil, oh my God. And when he begins to make a way, he will show you a man. And that's why he's had to put a PT in my life. That's why he's had to put a PNIC in your life and the leaders in our life so that we can see Christ. We can see the performance of Christ and the things that he does per time. And even if we're not moving to the extent of the things that he's done, you know we're moving towards it you know we're getting closer and closer and you cannot deny it just look at your own life look at where i'm coming from this is somebody that was on a deathbed guys again these these are not made up stories i was on a deathbed i just can't imagine me laying on it, like oh, i'm gonna die ah, i can well, so what was i do i just wouldn't what was i actually did receiving the truth <laughs> Would, I, I could, it would have been a bad sign because I'm very dramatic already. I'm very theatric already. Isn't it, Pastor Grace? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very theatric. So I would have been doing extra, like, uh, about, oh, buddy, imagine that with no hair on your head. It would have been a total disaster. I'm just thinking, what would I have been doing there? to get to that state to that lowest form so that you also can see the transformation so to speak especially I know those who probably knew me before and that's why a lot of the ex-friends that I have couldn't just keep talking to me anymore because they were like but we know you aren't you that girl they're looking now and they say saying we can't match up to this we don't understand it they're looking because I see them on my stories every day by the way they're looking and they're probably wondering how but guess what system culture won't allow them to come and ask how what Nicodemus did in this moment of asking questions was actually the born again experience from the questions that he started asking it wasn't any submersion it was the questions that he began to answer by the way you look very beautiful tonight sis what do you do it to your
1: face I uh-huh. think she's put lashes on the so It makes it look different. <laughs> Nicodemus said to him. How can a man be born when he is old? Yeah. He cannot enter his mother's womb a second time and be born, can he? Can he? Jesus answered, Mm -hmm. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, Mm -hmm. unless one is born of water and the spirit, Mm -hmm. he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. You know the two forms of water, right? You remember? okay, good. Go on. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, The physical is merely physical, and that which... So I discovered the other day that water as it is, flowing water, actually isn't water, supposed
0: to be called water. But we will treat that another day before you start saying, Pastor has lost it again. But I'm going to drop those little nuggets so that when you come back later on in life, you're like, oh, you said this, Pastor So I'm going to keep doing that. It's Pastor Leah that's the best at it. She goes, Ma, you said this. Remember when you spoke about morality and legality and did it and did it. I like that. So at least I've dropped it. So you can't say I did not say it. Yeah, I'm the first. I'm <laughs> yeah. It's actually not called water. There's actually a scientific name for it. It's not H2O. It's H2O, isn't it? H2O. Thank you, guys. It's H2O. But where man got it from was still scripture. And I will treat that another day so that you understand it because they try to clock something from this. Everything that the world has tried to do, they've got from the word, essentially. They've got it from the word. So man tried to clock something, but let's leave that for
1: another day so I don't confuse anyone. Go on. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Yeah. The physical is merely physical. Yeah. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Yeah. Do not be surprised that I have told you, yeah. you must be born again. Yeah. Reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified. So if we're going to make a difference... In this world, if we're going to be those that have
0: first made our life different because we've chosen to... Yeah, again, it goes back to the the, the point of choosing. Because we've chosen this transformative life through the word, then we're going to have to put ourselves in a position to ask a lot of questions like why. Don't ask me though, because I'll just ignore you. (laughs) Because I'm still too discovering. A lot of what I've believed and known has been done away with. And please let me park on this point as well. There's nobody that is watching me as a female that should be concerned about, uh, uh, PT said it on Sunday that women are just happy with carrying bags and wearing a wig. God forbid, bad, evil, rubbish, nonsense, and degenerate minds. As a woman, you should never be impressed by such rubbish. And thank God for the leadership around us, especially a woman of this nation. Don't ever degrade yourself to that level. Before I came to this nation, I was already wearing lubes and Louis Vuitton. I'll bring the proof for you in a minute if you don't mind. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't ever let that be. I'm trying to build systems here. I'm locked up in my room thinking, how do we make the next biggest and there's women that still think about the next... I don't give a... Nah. That's the truth. If not for the fashion team that we have here, it, I wouldn't care less. If not for impact, I wouldn't care less than Primark. I would still be great. I'm still going to do what I need to do. So never as a woman, let that be your... Pro- I just want to have money so I can go and get a new bag. Huh? Come to my room, go take back. bag. What's the issue? Bring it back on, though. Eva, please, Dad. Those of you at home, are you still with me tonight? Because I'm still trying to get somewhere. Simple talks tonight. Pull this down a bit, it's getting hot in here. So, what we ultimately need to do is allow the word to re engineer our whole lives. Our whole minds. Why we think the way we think and why we do the things the way we do. is got to constantly be challenged. The system don't want you to challenge it and that's why they keep you busy. Constantly you're working or you're thinking about marriage. You're thinking about this. You're thinking you're too busy to ask questions. The reason why the rich can stay rich they're answering their questions every day. They've got, the, they've got the, they're free to do that. You are not liberated. The world has bound you so much that you daren't ask questions. You daren't challenge the, even to get a parking ticket. You challenge them, they say, no, you still have to pay us. <laughs> you send off your letter of appeal to say, but actually, I genuinely just went and tried to put the money in the machine. And the guy said, no, 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 you're your, yes, your, your guilty. Everything is, they, they're so, they've, they've so confound us. They, it's like they've beaten us down so much that we've just had to take it. We're just accepted it. The transformed man is challenged what, the, what is acceptable and what is unacceptable. You're saying that this minimum wage that they're offering me and the things that they're giving me in the world, I don't accept that. Because if the Bible that my religious pastor, man or woman gives to me that said God can do all things, show me how. Don't just preach it to me. You've got to be someone that has performed it to show me how. Because I want to be like that man. What is stopping people from the world going from the, to the church of Elon Musk? You go there every day actually. From time you punch him in on Twitter, he's preaching to you. Because as soon as he says, boom, the whole algorithm changes. Trading changes. He's preached a word that has stopped the flow and moved the flowing market. That, oh my God, that is a spiritual man. He's made a difference. He's made an impact. And we're here doing shantarama. Oh God, that's somebody's tongue. Which is very powerful and very necessary, mind you. Very necessary. You've got to do it. That is the worst one to use as well. (laughs) Very necessary for yourself. Because even in the book of Corinthians, the Bible says that those two... You've got to quickly go there as well. You speak in tongues, but if you do not know how to prophesy, then it's considered useless. If you can't transform your tongue into what I understand in this realm, that actually is rendered void. You're just speaking things because it makes you look spiritual but there is no power behind it. The kingdom of God isn't about talks but it is the demonstration of power meaning that people are looking for your performance. How we know that you've been sent by God is your demonstration. Is how you perform in life. But before you get there before you can make it, do any performance God has got to find the transformed man. The man that only relies on this word. The man that solely has himself embedded. His mind has been reconstructed and re-engineered and reprogrammed. Oh my God. That's what happened to Nicodemus that day. It was a new program being put into him. The old one had to come out for a new one to come in. So he had to uh, unlearn everything that he's known. Which is the state of what the nation is in right now. is unlearning everything that we've been taught. I give somebody a target and you say I can't do it you've just been given the permission to do it and you're saying but I can't do it why you say that is because the system says that you only make 2k a month so that's what you're able to do you believe that system more than you believe what the program imagine me telling the iPhone that can do all things is this a good example imagine me telling the iPhone or or thinking the iPhone is only good for just calls I've limited the power of this phone because it's able to do so many different things. What you do by accepting the command of this world is limit your converged life. You might have to study that word converged. It means just everything is impacted in you. Everything is there. The ability to transform lives is there. The ability to heal is there. The ability to do so many things is there, but you've only touched one dial of the program. You've only experienced one part of what you're able to do. And again, you're only experiencing that one part because that's the only part that the system allowed you to know. But when you get to know God, when you discover who he is in your life and what he's doing through you and for you, he will begin to show you every aspect of the program of who you are. So he will show you that actually, Pastor Genevieve, you have the ability to raise one million in one month. Chris, you can raise 5 million in one month. So what was being challenged here was Nicodemus' belief system. And as that was being challenged, God was reprogramming him with a new ideology, a new belief. A veil was being torn from his eyes. And if you continue to do certain things the way you do it, we we will know that the veil is still there. Uh, Oh God, I don't want to go ahead. Have you got the scripture First Corinthians twelve? Go on. Read, 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 read. Don't slow me down,
1: please. Or oh, fourteen, maybe. Yeah, fourteen. First Corinthians fourteen, verse yeah. four. Mm-hmm. One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Yes. But one who prophesies edifies the church. Yes. Promotes growth in spiritual wisdom, uh-huh. devotion, holiness, and joy. In other words, and he goes on to say more. Anyone who speaks in edifies themselves. Go the, on, oh, keep going. Verse. Now I wish that all of you spoke in unknown tongues. Yeah. But even more, I wish that you would prophesy. Good. The one who prophesies is greater, greater and more useful, useful. I than love, the one. Thank you for amplified it says it's more greater and
0: more useful yeah than the one than the one who prophet, than the come on the one who speaks in tongues unless he, he translates, translates or, or explains, explains what, what he explains. says so that the church may be edified, instructed, improved, strengthened. Do you understand that? Meaning that your tongue must have an expression. It must have a tangible result that the the world can improve by. When it speaks about the church, it's speaking about the world, mind you. Because that's what God is, when he talks about his church, his ecclesia, he's talking about his government, his world, his ways of doing things. When we prophesy and interpret the tongues that we speak, we're in a position to change lives. So what we were doing back then in Lancaster wasn't useless. Our prayed life and our things that we were doing back then and we were laying hands. I remember the time, oh my God, we went through stuff. We used to lay hands on people. and <laughs> I used to feel like I was so powerful. I don't know if, did anybody lay hands on it? We used to, and we used to really think that there was a lot happening. And if you're not smart you don't you don't you don't um respond back and you don't cooperate we will do extra we'll go deeper to the point where they literally came like, oh, down down We used to stand up like walk around <laughs> we've done it yeah power of god i moved in my life we used to think we were a superhero warrior, but we had to go through those things. Because again, we, we can laugh at it now, but he was still just dealing with our little understanding. And if we didn't go through those phases, we still wouldn't get to where we are now. So they were important and they were us experimenting with churches. At the detriment of somebody's head, you know. Ah! So the one that prophesies is greater and more useful. The one that can speak. And so every time PT speaks, actually, it's always a prophecy because we are improved when we hear his word. We're also strengthened when we hear his word. We always feel the ability that we can do. Every time I leave a service, I feel empowered. I just feel like nothing can stop me. I feel like impossible is not not a feeling. I know it. And like I told you some weeks ago, it's just a matter of time. Why has it got to be a matter of time? Because he's still doing his transfusion. Have you seen blood transfusions happen before? It takes some time. Sometimes you have to go back and do it again. No wonder why the scriptures will say renewing your minds daily because it's a constant work. Why does it have to be constant? Because every day you're being challenged by something else. The minute you open up your social media, the minute you turn on your TV, something is challenged what has been programmed in you. Something is telling you to unprogram that program, put this program in. So you've constantly got to be plugged in. If you're not plugged in, You will be just as bad as these Pharisees that were leading according to a law that had been done away with. Experiencing no power, but Nicodemus knew. And he knew by the performance that he'd seen in Jesus, that he'd he'd been sent by God. When I look at a PT and when people look at us in the nation family, they just know. They can't explain it. They're looking for words to say, okay, maybe that's just even judge. That's how they would do it. Because they don't know how to explain it, they'll just say, it's judge. Again, culture has crippled our minds. I was in the gym the other day, and I don't know why they enrolled this African lady. Why did these white people do that for? I was so upset. They've enrolled this silly black lady, and the way we do the class, a particular class called Blaze, is one to eight, yeah? on the treadmill, then strength, then boxing. And so she's gone down the line and given us numbers, one, two, three, four, five, the black lady's number six. Said, I don't want to be number six. Ah, no, I don't. can't be number six. Because you've got to use three stations. so it's 666. Six, six. I just said, Lord, have, I almost... I just looked at her and said, I will be six. I will be six. <laughs> 666. Six, six. I even went to show her the flyer the other day that we had 666 six, six on her. Look at that. Why do you think like that? Why are you so... But I don't blame her as well because that's all you know. Even our parents at times, you can't blame them because that's all they know. But it's still their own fault for not going to find out information as well. But again, where can they find out information? Because mommy's working three jobs. In the morning she's cleaning. In the afternoon, she's wiping someone's bum in the care home. At night, she's gone and done night vigil in church. Where's the time to ask questions? Converge. Tent- don't worry about that. Yeah, to come together, to unite, to common in interest. So, so many things have come together. Yeah. Where's the time to know? Where is the time to ask questions? Where is the time to discover? It is not there. So, this woman probably for the rest of her life will think 666 is the beast. It's evil. You know, I worked the hardest on that 666. <laughs> My energy was extra. Said, right there, sis. She was there sweating on lane seven. I said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> This is powerful. I'm just thinking, where do we get this? This is so bad. It is it actually, a program. I'm very conscious now that when you guys even begin to start having children and things like that be careful what you tell them and teach them it's good and bad carefully though so that you don't get in trouble well if you're not daring enough someone like me if my child tells me mom i want to go and do this and i and i think it's right and the world is saying go ahead son it's my boy (laughs) oh Pastor Nikki we want to do this together What do you think I, if, if they want to blame me I will take the blame I don't mind doing that I've told you this before I remember back in the day I said if anyone ever Going to get in trouble in this house I will take it Why because nothing's going to happen Till this day nothing happened Do you remember me saying stuff like that If anyone's going to go down I'll be the one I'll take it But we'll wait till that day happens, Charlotte. It is right. It's already gone. So you might as well use him again. (laughs) (laughs) To make a difference. It's our performance now. And so when we're asking you to register souls, it will still be based on your performance and the way you do things and how you operate. And if you feel you're not even at that stage, that's why you have leaders. That's why you have the nation and say, I know where you can see performance. I know where you can see people's life changed. I know where you can see somebody that came from Angel Town Peckham or Angel Town Brixton, sorry, and is now a CEO of a multi million pound company. I can show you where certain people that work on a so-and-so salary are able to give a so-and-so salary. I can show you where did da da and did da is happening. And like I said, those things can happen in this world, but by choice and by the standard of what this nation is trying to do and the precedence that we're trying to and the mark and the image and the uh, change that we're trying to make in this world, we've made a choice that whatever we're going to do that's transformational will happen in this house. So, if Pastor Chris is going to be a world changer in social work, yes, he could have done it outside, but he's made the choice to do it here and by faith, which would then be activated in him. He will become a transformist. That's a new word I've just made, guys, because I don't want to use the word revolutionist because it's so played out. Every day I'm hearing revolution, revolution. Rev- what, what, so, what is revolution then? It should be what? Revolution should actually be one thing not many things That's how you know it's actually a revolution He would transform that whole game that whole game completely The woman with the issue of blood if she spent more time spending time on different doctors she probably would have found the right doctor that would have healed her But the minute she made a choice to go find Jesus Faith activates Faith began to move her To do the things that were impossible at a time Because there were healings happening That They weren't physicians They weren't doctors The Bible already told us She spent 12 years Looking for the right doctor It was only a matter of time She would have found one But she found the ultimate performer She found the one that could do She found Christ And because she made that choice Faith had moved her I used to love those teachings where I used to explain that from the day that she chose faith, she was no longer recognized as the woman with the issue of blood, but rather as a daughter. That's what faith does. It brings you into this adoption of sonship. Now, let me close tonight with that second Corinthians. Like I said, we're just talking because I still have so many questions. So many questions. Somebody messaged me the other day and said, are women allowed to preach still? Uh, I know that you're a woman of God, but is this, that? And so many questions. And at times I'm just thinking, what an idiot, number one. Number two, But I'm thinking, actually, that's a legitimate question, though. These are legitimate, and I don't want to answer wrong. So I'm just sitting down too, discovering. So as I'm taking heed to myself more and more, a lot of questions are coming out. And if, like I said at the beginning, if you're doing that as well, you will have a lot of questions also. You will begin to think. And when you begin to think and ask these questions, the area that you've been sent to, or the area that God has given permission to you in, you will be able to see the fruit in that land more and more because in that land, it's not just you to go there and work. You're there to, like PT said on Sunday, to make difference. And you only make difference if you know, if you're aware, if you're fully updated in what happens in that sphere. So everybody has got to get a full download an intrinsic removal so that you can get a deeper understanding of your own core so that you can be people that look at and people say, I know God sent you. When somebody asks that questions to a Pastor Whitney, they're on their journey to being born again. They're starting the process. I'm so convinced that a lot of the church is not born again. A lot. Even as nationales. For some of us, we're almost doing the workings by strength but inwardly it's like there's a decay and that decay comes from the culture that's still embedded in us and so we were speaking last week about the imitation and I said yes imitation is very good but if Nicodemus just decided to copy but he hasn't been inwardly spiritually transformed he's still useless He's still the same Nicodemus that would have tried to kill Jesus at a time. He's still that same person. There's got to be a working from the inside out that sets us apart. Let's read this scripture, please. 2 Corinthians
1: 3, verse 18. Maybe we should start from verse 12, you know. It's a long read from verse 12, but let's start from there. So then, with this amazing hope living in us. Uh You've got to read the top of that so that you can understand why it's got to this amazing hope. So then, with this amazing hope living in us, Mm. we step out in freedom and boldness to speak the truth. Yes. We are not like Moses, who used the veil to hide the glory to keep the Israelites from staring at him as he faded away. Yeah. Their minds were closed and hardened. There's so much to this I could teach on as well, but not tonight, because I want to close. Go on. Their minds were closed and hardened. Yeah. For even to this day, that same veil comes over their minds when they hear the words of the former covenant. The veil has not yet been lifted from them. Yes. But it is only eliminated when one is joined to the Messiah. Wow. Did you hear? The veil is only removed. What is this veil? Everything that stops
0: us from seeing God as what he is. Once that is removed is when we can become one with him. When we can actually, like Pastor
1: Genevieve read to us tonight, be like him. Go on, please keep reading. So until now, whenever the Old Testament is being read, the the same same blinding blinding comes comes over over their their hearts. hearts. Oh my God. But the moment when one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. This is what Nicodemus
0: did. He came with an open heart. And so the veil is lifted and they can
1: see. Yes. Now the Lord... Now, the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. Wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. What does this freedom allow us to do?
0: It allows us to to set our own precedence. It allows us to set our own moral compass, so to speak. Our own standard and way of doing things. Because without that, without that, we're veiled by what the system tells us to do. Even church, it's availing. What Moses represented was the church as we see it now. There was a veil. We couldn't see God for who he truly was. The commandments was even a veil at a time. There was still more that God wanted the Israelites to see. I want to, I can't wait to treat this as well. There's so many things I'm I'm, I'm piling up, but let
1: us get to the scriptures. We can draw. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. We can only get close to God when the veil has been removed.
0: When you've made a choice, you've got to read this in the Amplified Classic version. Is that the version I think I have here? I didn't even give you scriptures today, so you're doing well. You're doing well, very well. Yes, Amplified Classic, verse 18.
1: And all of us, as we've unveiled face, because we continue to behold... You've got to read that slowly. Because we,
0: what does that mean, because we? That is choice.
1: Read it again. It and, says, and, "And all of us, as we unveiled, as we've unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the Word of God, because we continued, we made a choice to continue in the Word of God, as in the, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into His very own image in every. So, in- because we made a choice." to continue in
0: listening to the Word and receiving the Word, what God begins to do is put a mirror in front of, well, put Himself in front of us so that we can be transfigured into Him. So in, in essence, what the Scripture is saying is that every time we take in Word, we're becoming like Him. We will look like Him. We will be like Him. That speaks of process. So we don't need to run anymore. We've got to just trust this process of being in the Word because we've made that choice. And if we've made that choice and His glory is so great, guess what? When the time comes and we are fully like Him because we only see Him parts at times, when we get the totality of Him, we will be able to compete with the Elon Musk. In fact, not compete, we'll be able to tell Him this is the way to do things. But as it stands... God is still equipping us as his sons and daughters to begin to understand what the transformative word can do in our lives if we keep taking heed to it. We can become like him in his glory, in his, majesty, in his majesty, in all of his divinity. It is nothing that's too far-fetched. If somebody is flying to space, then come on. With this kind of word, we should be able to do much more. In fact, we should be able to play ball with Mars. Keep reading this. I hope your ears are hearing it, and I, uh, yeah, I, I, I do know people hear, but the listening part. Please hold yourselves. You've got to grab your attention because your mind would wander. When it wanders, it wanders into the cultures that you're accustomed to.
1: Keep reading. As in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. Did you see that? It says from one degree to
0: glory to another, meaning that it's continuous. You get to certain stages. This is why you can see your leaders advancing like this because it's one degree to another. Until we get to the fullness of who he is. So don't look at yourself right now and think I'm nowhere. No, it's a, it's a degree. And if you keep taking this word, when you, look, when you see Jesus, yeah, it will look like this woman here. It will look like that man sitting there. So his image is us. It's not like one day when we get to heaven We're going to see, no, no, no. We're going to see yourself. The Bible says Christ is the expression of the invisible God. Meaning that he doesn't have a form and image. He's going to look like you, Ryan. That's Jesus. That's Christ. And it will be Christ only when he's transformed. And his mind is the mind of Christ. So, really, what is only ever going to transform in our life isn't what we look like, but it's the mind. That is what Christ Jesus looks like—mind. I'm sorry to say, because there's no—they didn't say he had blue hair, green eyes, this color. That no, no, no. It will be the mind. That's how we know that is Jesus. If he's doing the things that Nicodemus says that we saw Jesus do at a the time, then that's Jesus. So, when he tears the veil from you, when he removes the culture and the things that you've been so accustomed to religion, church, culture, the cross
1: you'll be able to see who you truly are. Finish reading the scripture, ma. But this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Yes. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. You may have to
0: go back and really deal with that or you may want to read it in another version. But when you begin to treat these scriptures and see yourself in it, you will see that you are becoming. And this is what the nation family really is all about. And what Hope 2-2, I believe, will be for somebody else, will be the start or the becoming of certain people's lives. They don't know who they are yet because of the veil. They don't know what to do because of the veil. And as long as the world keeps them in their system, keeps them busy, keeps them occupied, keeps them caught up in the trappings of this society, they would never know what they truly are supposed to until they meet Jesus. So this is the word to steer up your evangelical life, whatever that means. To get you to meet people. To get them to a place where they begin to become and discover. To a place where you all can make a difference in so many people's lives. Which is what you are called to do and you've got to believe that for yourself. Otherwise you will sit here as just a nominal Christian as this is what we do every day. Church every day. No. All of the houses... You must sit with your people every day and say, what are we building here that will make a difference? It we were not supposed to be online today because we we're supposed to be in the house of medics. That is something that is making a difference. That's the only reason why I would have gone to such an event. If it's just, oh, we're just watching a film and then, what's my business? Isn't there Netflix and B-Tech? What do you call it? Uh, B-Flix. You will, you will know. When I asked you for scriptures or to remember what Bjorn you said, you will remember. But you will know B-Flicks. of course.
1: Revival. Let us see Jesus.
0: <laughs> I love the word so much. And you must love it as well. And never ever feel like, oh, it's too much word. We heard word yesterday, is we've heard word every day this week. And if you've not heard word, you've heard worship that will stimulate. The, 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 the movement of the word in your life. Why? God is quickening you because he's desperate to purge and prune out. I used to think it was God was just trying to deal with religion in our life. He's doing more than that. It's not just religion he wants to do away with. He wants to do away with you. He wants to do away with you. And so it's not Pastor Genevieve's permission to come and say, Pastor Nikki, that's not for you to repeat. That's my stuff's. I know what you're trying to do, but don't, don't, don't worry. Don't help me. He's trying to deal with you just like he's trying to deal with me. Every single day. Why do you think, why do you even say that? Why do you need to say that now? Why don't you just go to your room and do it quietly? No, Lord. Because I didn't do that in school. And thankfully, there's no one here with a cane. I don't think. So now, we've got to challenge our industries as well. We've got to question everything. Why do we have to do it this way? There's another way around it. Not even another way, because that would even suggest that there's many, many ways. There is the way. And if we can trust God and His way, then I'm telling you the things that we are designed to do, the world will will not question Whether it's legal or moral, the world is so messed up that even the judicial system is so confused. Somebody has killed somebody, but they've now made it morally okay and said, actually, we're going to release you. Even though you've taken somebody's life just because you wear uniform. So where's the argument of legality and morality? Because if that was somebody else... Again, I'm not asking you guys to go out and do the mad thing. I'm just asking you to actually check, like, so you're being a good guy now, a good girl now. Where is that getting you? Whose life are you changing? Where is the impact? What actually brought me to the nation is because I was a naughty girl. So I get confused when people say, I went to jail for fraud. I'm thinking, how? We did it. We did it. Boom, boom, boom. You went to jail? Why? Were you not good? Or what did, what did you do? How did it happen that you went to. So I didn't do it. I'm just saying those that did it. Because I don't know where this can go. I'm just thinking, ah, our boys, we. <laughs> we are one boys. We did the job. And <laughs> that was it, you know. Get out. Get out. Boom, boom. <laughs> but what am I saying to you? You construct and you decide or we decide as a family and that's why i, I, I said at a time if i decide that i dislike something we're all disliking it if i decide we're going for something we're all going for it if i like something we, we all like it that's how it's this works it's not that person nikki likes it and saying we because of who we are we're the we're the smiths and we've decided that enough this is how we do we'll see how far that goes we will see The only person that will end up leading your lives is still the same system you're trying to run away from. And you will think things will try and change. You'll have this hope that eventually something's going to happen, nothing will happen. But you see with this word, you see with this transformed life, and I haven't treated this word properly yet. I'm just touching little things here and there, here and there. You see with this transformed life, You're now in a position to set your own standard, your own way of doing things. So if Ryan decides that in the crypto arena, he wants to do this, that, and the other, he has the legal, the spiritual backing. Yeah, because God wants to back you, as PT said, to do what he has to do. If the social changers want to do this, they will have the spiritual backing to do it. Now let's deal with our belief system. God is reprogramming everything that we've known. He's challenging everything that we've thought of and we've believed at a time. And putting in a program that is so big that will allow us to have this global takeover. Hope 2-2, to, to, I, like I said, will be very transformative for somebody's life because it will be the start of their becoming. We also are becoming because it says from one degree to another, meaning that you're still becoming what you're supposed to be and it is that Adamic state that position of being in total dominance being in a sphere where you're able to govern you are God's ecclesia the kind of people that will be chosen to speak of how the world is supposed to do things this is what you are turning into You will lead in many areas. Mark my words. And I'm saying this stuff boldly today so that when the time comes, you can say, Pastor Nikki said it, that you will be a genius in crypto. You will lead in pharmaceuticals. You will be a different kind of doctor, not just a doctor that we see in the NHS. I remember the days when Dr. Alexis used to come with me with a burden. I'm tired of how this NHS looks. Based on that, her job should have been to, and I'm sure she did, was to stay in the word and ask God, Lord, how do I change this environment? Teach me how to be a healer. Not just with the approval of what a doctor should do, but even with my words as I minister to these people. Something that I say, in fact, I wouldn't have to minister. Let them just see me and their lives change. There were people in scripture that didn't even touch Jesus, but they were healed. Just the mention of your name Nikki. Imagine that. Just the mention of Elon Musk, things change. That is scary. Someone says Elon Musk now, everyone's running to Twitter. What did he say? That is At the mention of Apple, everything changes. It's time for us to take our place. That's what God is trying to do. Take your place of dominance. He's trying to get you back to that Adamic state. And like I said to the house the other day, in as much as yes, we say that he's looking for the second Adam, it's still the first Adam, the original design that he's trying to get back there's only one it's that one he's trying to get back but Jesus had to come to show us how Adam should how the Adam should operate that was what he's he's coming back or that was the purpose of his coming back and so he's shown us now you know the way so you've got to know what to do it's time for you to become as Livingstone community begin to worship I want to know that you all are opening up your minds not just to receive and to retain but you're now in a position to say that I'm strong enough in this word to perform my duty as Jesus and I don't know how that would look like for each and every one of you but you're taking your position you don't want to sit down as mediocres anymore I don't want to sit down and speak word to you that is so basic anymore I want you to come up elite prosperity I want you to develop and grow in the knowledge of this word so that you can perform to the measure or to the place where the world will look and inquire of you and say you know Nicodemus was a man of high authority that had come men of authority have got to come to you and question and say I know God sent you Pastor George I know you did tell us how do we do as you do teach us we're going to get to that stage I believe it I don't care how long it takes but we're going to get there all of us have got to be so filled with the word and you see Bible can't be spiritual anymore don't just say God's going to do it You've got to show them with proof, evidence, reasonings. This is how God does it. This is how he will do it. This is how he's done it in my life. So don't leave things to chance anymore. It is choice. We've made this decision. And if we've made the decision, faith is what will drive us and push us to reach our ultimate height. Now, this is a conversation tonight and I want you to develop it with the scriptures that I've given to you and maybe we'll close with the with the scripture that PT read yesterday, 1 John chapter 3 and I think Pastor Jen read it tonight as well. We'll close with that one. And I hope those of you at home as you're also listening to this word and you're paying attention and you're still taking heed to who you are, you're beginning to discover more and more the very things that God has given you, the things that are useful for you to express
1: that will make a difference to many people's lives. Let's read this. 1 John 3, verse 1. No, start from verse 2. Yeah. Dear friends, yeah. now we are children of God Yes. and what will... And what we will be has not yet been made known. Yes, what we will be has not yet been made known. So
0: we're still, you know, in as much as the world is hoping, God is still hoping on us as well. He puts uh, he's hoping us. He's hoping that uh, Nikki will do what she's called to do. So as much as the world is eagerly anticipating, I think God is also eagerly anticipating what would they become? He's hoping. He's banking
1: on us. It says and what we will and what we will be has not yet been made known. Yeah. But we know that when Christ appears, yes. we shall be like him, yeah. for we shall see him as he is. Yes. All who have this hope in him, purify themselves just as he is pure. All that have this hope in him, purify themselves. So,
0: in this word, as we discover it more and more, we just want to see him. That's where our hope lies. Last scripture this evening, and I know we've done so many. First, Ephesians chapter 1, do verse 18, I believe.
1: We'll close it off there. Ephesians 1 verse 18. Yeah. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. I think this is Pastor Sam's, one, one of his favorite scriptures now. He seems to
0: close with it every week. So we'll stick with this as well. Because I think it has a very important
1: message here as well. It says, I hope. I, I ho- pray. I, I pray. pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. Yeah. In order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. Yeah. The, ri- the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. TPT. He says, there is a hope, yeah? I pray that the eyes of your heart, oh, I, that, sorry, that, go on. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, imagination yeah? flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation. Until you experience the full revelation. So everything is still contingent on what has been revealed to us.
0: More questions lead to more revelation. Revelation actually leads to more questions
1: as well. So it says the full revelation of this hope. Yeah. Blood in you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Yeah. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. Yeah, it says there's a wealth that is in us that he's looking for. Go and read this scripture in your
0: own time, guys. God is waiting for you to express the totality of him through you he wants it he's looking for that desperately yearning he's got a hope and as much as uh, he's hoping in us as much as we're hoping have you taken one or two things from tonight guys or will you go and develop on these thoughts and these questions that you may have these questions that you also have don't think that oh my gosh they're not answered yet because pt posed a lot of questions yesterday that were answered if you listen to the word they were there all the answers were in it and i'm sure many of us have more so people i saw people asking questions like is god in london is god here does god know my name for somebody it may seem like a silly question but for where you are right now that question may just need to be answered but if you open these scriptures you will find it you will see it there if you listen and not just listen to respond listen to know and understand you will discover the hope that has wealth in it I love that so very much and if you can just read it one last time And the livingstone community will help me worship i hope i know you've got
1: worship piled up there oh i'm done i pray that the light of god will illuminate the eyes of your imagination flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling that is the wealth of god's glorious inheritances that he finds in us his holy ones i love it there's a wealth hidden in us He's looking for
0: it to be dispensed. And I know you and I will be the people that God will entrust that wealth to be expensed through. But like he says, the veil has to be taken away. That religion, that culture, the philosophies that we've been instilled in, the things that our parents have put in us. And a lot of these things have been put in us through fear. The lack of not knowing what tomorrow will hold has made us be so cultural. We're so fearful of the system of the white man that we don't go up and challenge it. We don't stand up and say, no, we have our own banking institution. For young people, for black people, we have our own way of doing social uh, change stuff that has worked. We've seen it work. Just look at the life of a Jemima. That is a transformed life. That was a young girl on the street doing drugs. Now look, she leads how many young people? That is something that the world needs. Yet, we're too scared to challenge it. Pastor Chris and his team have to be bold enough, confident enough, strong enough to rise up and say no. In fact, no. The world has to come to you because you're doing it. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and said, I see all the things you've performed. So the world should be able to look at that. And I think they're doing it now. They're looking at the model of the nation family. They're looking at our house model and say, wow, that's working. So day by day, they're coming to us to ask how. Let us not get tired of this. And I know you're not. We're going to push for our target. And of course, I've got to speak about our giving because our giving is also what allows us to to, 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 to allow some of the platforms and performances that we do. That's the truth. When Jesus sent one of the 12 I said, go and take the gold out of the fish's mouth. Why? So that they can keep doing what they needed to do. God's intention isn't to feed, he wants to fill. That was one of the mandates that he gave. He's not interested because like I said to the house the other day, if he feeds you today, guarantee tomorrow you're going to have to feed again. If he fills you, you will have enough supply to know where to find food from tomorrow. So he wants to fill and he's going to use you and I to do that job. Those of you who are home tonight, I just want maybe 10 of you to say, I'm becoming, I am becoming from one degree to another that may just be your declaration tonight from one degree to another you are being transformed the veil is being removed day by day and there is an intrinsic transfusion happening happening in your life things are changing things are moving around soon you'll see the evidences of God in your life so much clearer there will be no confusion There are some things that God is still doing in the lives of some of your leaders. And you're wondering, why is this business not doing what it needs to do just yet? Why is nothing happening in uh, so-and-so business right now? God is still saying that I need to transform your mind. Because if I allow this mind to take over in fashion, you will still work the way the system is working. Until the mind is properly transformed, he will not send us out. It's not little bits. He wants total immersion, total transfusion.
1: Community. I know I have seen all your glory, your glory that cannot be unseen. Oh, I am changed, I am changed.